everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Safe Space. Um, how's everybody's week? What are you guys up to? You guys have pictures? Yeah. You guys looking really cute with your little pictures? Uh, well, this been the worst week ever, but uh, yeah, the pictures were nice at least, you know. Why was it the worst, worst week ever? Well, they canceled my competition. <laughs> I got so much missing with. I got an F. I didn't finish my piano lesson class. Uh, my friend got hurt, two of them, and I got hurt today, so here we are. You got, uh, sounds like a, a, a very eventful, uh, week for you, mister. Very eventful indeed. <laughs> I can't. I, I can't. What else happened this week? Uh, well, let's see, that's about, that's about to think about, to be honest, you know, grades dropping, things canceling. <laughs> Heartbreaking. <laughs> Who broke your heart? <laughs> That's a story for another time. Was it a was it a young lady that broke your heart? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why are you guys like like the giggle? What is happening? Uh, <laughs> Share with everyone why you're giggling. Because <laughs> it was so recent. <laughs> Alright, no, sir, we're going to share anything. Oh, my God. Look, look, my week started off bad. But on Thursday... Oh, my God, you all have bad weeks. <laughs> on Thursday, when I wore my suit and I took the picture, oh, I was looking too good. Now I'm in a good mood. I'm in a good mood. And we day. never, ever shut up about that picture. Every single time he Did goes, you guys get Did to you see s- my picture? Did you see my picture? That's all he ever talked about. Wait, wait, if your picture looked as good as mine, you would feel the same way. Listen, I barely take pictures for a living, my dude. Like, you bel- you never see me on this one. Like, there's only one person that's on this phone, that was Brickilla, that erased her. Like, you wouldn't even barely we're see not, we're, we're not even talking about the podcast no more, man. Okay. Shh. Okay. Oh, uh, okay, no, right, so, but it seems... So you guys get to see your senior pictures? Uh, uh We will get it when it's ready, but for now... I, I, got, to, I got to see one of mine. It was a no look. So basically, I was just not. I was looking to the right. I still have it. It's on my phone, but my phone died. The senior pictures were good, but it took a while to do and everything. Uh huh. Unfortunately, we weren't able to do group pictures with our friends, but at the end of the day, we got to do pictures. Why didn't you guys get to do group pictures? I mean, we were able to do it, but they canceled it last minute. Yeah, they canceled our day for specific people. Like I waited in that auditorium for me to take a picture with Megan, and then. All of a sudden, when it was time, we were like, no more group pictures. I'm like, what? Like, like legit, I was about to walk up and go take a picture. And you're like, no more group pictures. That's the same thing that happened with us because, like, in the movie, when we were in the auditorium, there was a group of there was a group of people surrounding this one guy that was taking his picture. So I guess they said because of that, no more group pictures because there's no reason why there should be ten people surrounding one guy when he's trying to take a, his picture. So they said that that was distracting, and they canceled the group picture. That's not cool, because you guys always get group pictures. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Listen to you, you're like, exactly. Uh, and then you guys have, okay, I'm very confused by all of this. So you guys have half weeks. Yeah, we have half a days. Why? So we have half a days until Tuesday, right? Because of the fact that there was a COVID scene in the cafeteria. A COVID scene? A COVID case in the cafeteria. Oh, so you guys don't have lunch? No. No. Because the lunch room be packed, like, packed. Like, people yeah. just be on top of each other. Like, I barely <clears throat> go to lunch before that reason. Like, it's just too much. The reason that we don't go to the lunch room is because they're taking, like, a week and a half to disinfect the whole 
the whole lunchroom. And then, we, and then um, after after Tuesday, we're, we're going to have four days for school because that's when they'll be done disinfecting the whole place. That's crazy. Yeah, because yeah, I was like, why are they giving them half days? What, they, they think the corona is happening in the afternoon? <laughs> is that like... I'm pretty sure... It's mostly for the lunch reason, you know. I feel like the person that had the COVID should have been the one. Like, that people that was in that surroundings... Yeah. Were the people that should have been sent home to make sure that they don't have it. But they, they but just... Okay. It gave us a half a day. But hey, I don't mind a half a day. Yeah, I don't <laughs> mind a half a day. I don't mind at all. Like, I just be going home, sleep until 7, and they wake up and then try to do some homework. I don't mind at all. Some <laughs> relaxation from this horrible week. It sounds it sounds like it was a very bad week for you, Mentor. Uh, I had a good week. Marcus had a had a very good week. Marcus, why'd you have a good week? <laughs> I was just it's just a regular week for me. No, he deals with no drama like me and Nelson does. Who is he? Who is he? Who is Nelson? You're not Nelson is. Look, I took a picture with Mark. Wait, Marcus didn't tell us about his good week. <laughs> Stop taking his mic. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So basically, mm-hmm. y'all could tell Marcus was in a happy mood. When we took a picture together. And he had a bright, he had a, his smile was so wide. I'm telling you, it was a genuinely, it was a genuine smile. Like, he was so happy. You should see the picture. You should see the picture. So, Marcus, why did you have a good week? I was just feeling happy for some reason. And I I was just happy because of the half a break and just being able to, like, have a lot of relief of doing, trying to, Applied to colleges and everything. So, oh, how's yeah. the college search, guys? Yeah, I've already applied to some. Yeah, I'm just to checking my application for now. Uh, so you guys have you guys done all your? Have you applied to where you wanted to apply? Yeah, mostly. But I'm trying but, to apply to more. Yeah, you know, I gotta apply to all the stuff. I gotta go to dream colleges, but. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like such work for you. You're like, you know, I gotta go to drain colleges and all that. Yeah, because, you know, I try to apply to the ones in this state, not just like, you guys need to aim higher. You always get into these schools, aim higher, go for Ivy League school. And I'm like, with what money? And then I go to college forever and they're telling me these schools should not be your first choice. They should be like your second to fourth choice, like your safety school. You should aim higher too. And I'm like, all right, I guess I'll apply for Ivy League school. <laughs> You're like, oh. Oh, you know, since I have time. <laughs> but me, I applied to a few colleges, and I decided to take a break because I, I got, I just, I, I got an email from my, from the college that I applied to, asking me to finish answering a few questions that they, that they need to know. Okay. And I'm still not gonna do it yet. <laughs> Come on, you guys are almost yeah. there. Yeah, so you guys are gonna be like they want me to complete my EOF thing for them. Okay. And, you know, my parents. For those who don't know what EOF is, you want to explain to them? Sure. I know you do it. It's basically like a New Jersey. Uh, <laughs> it's like a New Jersey finest thing for like uh, low income families, I should say. Okay. No, because I had EOF in school, so that's why. Yeah, because now they're telling me to fill it out. Like you have my FAFSA. You guys got this. Like, like you know the information already. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's a good it's a good time. All that all the extra applications and stuff. So no, because you know what, you know, college is hard. Applying for college is hard, man. Yeah. Especially you know, getting all your scholarships. Have you guys looked at scholarships? Uh, I've just called one today for books and mentor for college. They said they get back to me when it opens up in January. Okay. All right. So you're, uh, you're on your way there. 
What about you, Nielsen? Did you uh, apply for any scholarships? No. <laughs> I did not apply to any scholarships. You look very tired. Uh, no, I don't really. I mean, I should, but I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Marcus? I'm, I'm starting to apply to one of them. I got one on, I guess, the class of 22 Google Classroom. Okay. All right. So you're like, you guys are almost there. Um, so are you guys ready to be out of, out of school? <laughs> it's moving way too fast. I mean, I mean, like, I want to get out of high school, but I don't want to live by myself yet. You know, I want to leech off my parents a little bit more. <laughs> Why about you just move in with Nielsen? You two can get an apartment together. <laughs> I can't do that. I'll probably kill him. I might be the other way around. Because when I tell you, Hentoff is a really loud person. Hentoff, are you loud person? Especially when he's, well, I should say stressed. When he's stressed, he just goes crazy. I'm going to be asleep. I'm going to be going to sleep. I'm sleeping. Nah, I'm making mad notes for no reason. You could imagine it too. Oh my goodness. The way he acts in a podcast, really loud. Wow. Just wow. <laughs> when the truth oh, you guys are funny. Um, I can't. All right. So, uh, the only person that was here in last week's conversation was Nielsen. Yeah. I was here. I was online. You were online. No, because I was looking and I was like, we went from a really full room to you guys. You just, <laughs> just you three. Not that it's not a, good, a bad thing. So, last week we talked about gun violence, because there was a gun shooting in, in Michigan, um, which was found to be one of the deadliest school shootings in a long time, and a lot of people still wanted to continue that conversation. What do you guys think about, those who know about Michigan, does anybody here know what, what happened with Michigan? Is that about the kid in oh, the Oxford University? Was it? Yeah, it's Oxford, Michigan. Yeah. I heard that the parents told the kids that if they get caught, that's their fault or something like that. Sorry. So basically what happened was the kid felt the need to bring a gun into the school and shoot up a few of the students. And then afterwards, afterwards he, when, he, when, he, when they apprehended him, he, had a, he, he got a call. I guess he called it. He talked to his parents. His parents were, they were proud. They said, next time, don't get caught. Oh, you're, okay. Yeah, he says, that's basically what happened. And, um, and then fast forward. The parents were on the run. I know. Did you guys see that? The parents were on the run. Yeah. The parents were on the run. They had the whole town chasing them. They caught the parents lacking, of course. <laughs> now they're all behind bars. Like, maybe not behind bars, but like, they, yeah, I saw they the, abandoned them. Yeah, because I saw an Instagram post that they said that, like, the court is giving them a lawyer or something like that. Give them a what? A lawyer. Yeah, well, I mean, it, I mean that's that's common. It, it's common. It's common. If you can't afford a lawyer, a lawyer gets appointed to you. I mean, at this point, they've already lost the case. You know the weirdest. You know what I don't understand is the fact that when they appoint you a, a lawyer, yeah, I'm, I feel like they would appoint you the worst lawyer so they can easily win the case. <laughs> you know what? I've never have had an, a a court appointed lawyer except a prosecutor. Because if you can't afford one, obviously they're gonna they're gonna give you one that's not that like, much. They're just gonna give you a newbie one. one that's a newbie. Uh, yeah. So like to put you on bars. I don't know anything about the in that sense, so I don't want to speak on it. But I could see why you would think that. Um. So do you guys think that we so we talked about last week also about the parents being charged, which is crazy that the parents ran. 
Do you guys still think that the parents should be held accountable for their son's actions? Yes. Yes, because why would you say that if they get caught, that's their fault? Like, no, no. Literally encouraged. Not only should the parents be accountable, but they're at fault because they didn't. I'm not gonna. I'm sorry to say this, but like to me, it seemed like they raised their child to do stuff like that, and they even they even praised the child for doing for shooting up the school. Yeah. They basically told the child that you should have done more and not get caught. Hmm. Yeah. Marcus? Yeah. Like Nilsa stated, they literally encouraged him to do so. So they should definitely, definitely get charged for that. Yeah. Okay. Have you guys noticed, uh, I think since the Michigan shooting, that these postcards with families with all their guns... Have you guys noticed that? The what? So I'm going to show you guys this picture. Let me see if I can find it. Um, I've noticed that people in certain political parties, who shall not be named, but they are now posting stuff like this. Whoa, just one misstep and, and then I like that little girl gets shot. So, to describe it to our viewers, it's a family, if as their Christmas card, it, viewers, listeners, um, a family with a Christmas card with, they're all holding guns, including the little girl. That's, that, that basically symbolizes how um, they don't, they don't care about what happened because they're still going to continue doing that and they even and I, they feel like, to me it, it seems like they support what the parents did because they're even putting a gun into a little girl's hands right and they're um encouraging it so so yeah so this card is this image is in a in a way of an encouragement and um, in support of the parents the parents or the parents decision you know because uh, it's more than one. There's been a lot of these I've been seeing on social media. I'm surprised you guys haven't been on this and been like, oh, my God. But there's been a crazy amount of people with, like, pictures with guns. Like, what do you guys think about when you see something like that for yourself? Um, to me, I feel... Um, okay. Basically, I, feel, I don't feel safe. Okay. Because um, if parents are encouraging their child to shoot at random people even when they when they when they have when they didn't do anything to you or cause you any harm yeah then that's not a good thing because just like how the shooting in michigan yeah i saw a tiktok that said how a person had a had a friend that goes to the same school as a kid and um the friend said that they always left the kid alone. No one bothered them. So he just, so he did what he wanted. To, he did. He shot the school for attention. Yeah. Because like, if no one caused, no one is causing you harm. What's the need for you to result to that kind of action? Right. Uh, to add on to what Nelson said, to put it simply, like what they're doing is that they're causing their child to go on the wrong path. They're teaching them that. Having a gun, you should use it, utilize that as a weapon. Yeah. I, I don't know what their message really is because I can't say for myself or anything. Right. But to some extent, 
somewhat obvious that they have somewhat of a message of violence in it because of the point of them carrying a gun and everything, mm-hmm. which is really can cause a lot of things to happen. Yeah. Yeah, parents, parents are, um, parents like that are, okay, parents like those are like, okay, which one? I say parents like that or parents like those? Parents. Yeah, I mean, parents like, parents like like that. that, Okay, parents like that are sending the wrong message because, because a gun is supposed to be used to protect your, protect you and your safety. And if you feel, if you feel like, you're um you're getting attacked and you feel the need to use a gun to protect yourself, then you should you should be allowed to, and you shouldn't be allowed to use, to use a gun to spread harm to people. Yeah. Because that's not what a gun is used for. It's to protect your it's to protect yourself. Yeah, I mean like the parents like if you like don't mind that you're teaching your kids the right to bear arms, but the right. thing is, teach them how about self control, like. Sure, you could teach your daughter how to fight, to protect herself, teach your son how to do that. But just need to teach them about don't just attack anyone with it. Use it to protect yourself if something happened. And, yeah. And you shouldn't even, in my opinion, you shouldn't even teach your child about guns and stuff. You, you should teach them about um, how to protect themselves and like gun safety. But you, you shouldn't really teach them about how to use a gun because you should teach them like how to fight, how to protect themselves, like take classes self-defense classes and stuff like that because if you really teach them about a gun and they're not like their their guns they don't have a gun that's registered and stuff like that like which allows them to be able to use it and need like and then they could really get in trouble like you know what i mean yeah no it's true i mean you're you're you know it i think it breaks down to education yeah right like what are we educating our you know the children what are we educating upcoming generations what are we educating each other so you know, we're seeing these images, Yeah. you know, when I first saw it, I knew that, you know, it definitely stirred feelings for me, but, you know, but what, you know, because the NRA has a lot of power when it comes to political gain, right? They, mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, well, not my rights. You're not going to take my rights away. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find a post that some of you found it. I'm trying to see who I sent it to. Um, because a lot of people, when they see, when, when a school shooting happens or a, any tragic shooting, the first thing is they're going to take my guns away. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, we've never seen something so drastic where we've seen a photo of people, whole family members holding guns. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, but you know, this is a different level of support. Yeah, it's really a different level. Because now, like, if things like this continue to show up and everything, it would change what things are justified. And, like, it might even try to impact our amendment to bear arms. Because yeah. people are going to start use, using guns for the wrong use of it. Right. And it's just going to cause a lot of issues, problems, and all of that. And... People are gonna think about, and it could, oh, it could potentially overall um, change someone's court case of them using a gun to protect themselves. And then people, they're gonna be like, "Oh, is that justified? Oh, he had a gun. He used it for violence." And right. we just have side by side arguments, and it's just gonna get out of control. Yeah, like, like I have no problem with the bare arm, you know, bare arm amendment because I find it like it could be really helpful to us. But don't over abuse it, don't overuse it. Right. Like the thing is just meant to protect you. Like 
Like if a kid shoot up the school, that is not protecting himself. That is not doing that. It's just him causing a fit, like a drastic fit. Right. Like that's that's not protecting himself. That's not the amendment it was meant for. It was meant to protect yourself in case you know something bad happens. Well, also there's more to the Second Amendment. Yeah, there's more to, to there's more to it. But I'm just but, saying. Yeah. Go ahead, Nielsen. So a few a few stuff that you can carry to protect yourself when you're like in danger, you can um carry a taser. Sometimes yeah. it might not be as effective, but you can also carry a maze spray, like just a spray. Yeah, spray them in the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's but, pretty much it. But the thing is, is, is that like... I would say a gun is more scary. Like, If people see a spray, they're going to be like, what are you going to do with that? But <laughs> if they see a gun, they're going to be like, oh, get back. But like I said, people are abusing that. You know, the that amendment, the privilege they have. It is a privilege. I mean, think about it. Because in the Second Amendment, it's originally supposed to have uh, the intention to protect yourself was if our country was to um, be invaded by a foreign soil uh, from another foreign country or anything, if we were to be invaded. And the right is to defend your country. It's not to, you know, swing your arm around and be like, look, I have a gun. Yes, Nielsen. Oh, I'm just stretching. I don't know if you were, like, raising your hands <laughs> with me. But, um, so that's what it's just something to think about. The second thing is, is let's talk about the narrative that they're using. Because narrative is a big thing, right? When things happen in the news and things, it when when certain actions happen, you know, language is different depending who the perpetrator is. And that's an engagement ring and my fiance is going to kill me. Um, thank you. Uh, so. Narrative. The narrative. Yep. My brain just froze. The So think about it. When it is a person, a, a Caucasian person. Or a person of color. Or a person of color. What are the, what's the story? It's okay, it's okay. It's so it changes. An, an example that I can give is that when it's like a Caucasian person, the story is this person was stressed, they had mental issues, which is the reason why they committed such acts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That a, person had a bad day. When it's like a had a bad day. Yeah, when, oh yeah, that's had a, a bad day. That was that was it. That was that that one got me. I forgot for which shooting that was, but when, you, when it's like a black person, it's a black person went on a like they use like big you words violent, and describing violent. Um, malicious crazy. and all those other words. Um, they won't even. Sometimes they will even call you animals. Like, right. They said, crazy. They said, oh, sometimes they even use the word ghetto or yeah. or <laughs> animal instinct, something like that. No, but the, okay. So yeah. look at that. So you know, we have someone who's white, who's they're using like he had a bad day, he's struggling. But then you have a person who's of color, then you have more aggressive language. Yeah. What is the intent behind that? It's just that people can't get over the past. Things have changed. Mm-hmm. We're not. People are equal now. Not really. And we're supposed to be. It's supposed to be. In a, in a, in a, in a world. But a lot of people, they're like really racist. So the fact that they see us, people, the fact that they see people of color are like prospering and like trying to, trying to provide for ourselves and move on to for the better. They try to see. They try to. They try to change the system in a way that fits them, while it tarnish like our, I guess our 
What's it called? What's the word? Representation. Yeah. So, because when you're using aggressive language uh, when describing something, what is the intent? Mm, I would say, like, well, to show that the thing is bad or they're angry with that thing. To right. show, like, to, to, to be dramatic with it, to show that yeah, what happened that was really, was a dr- drastic situation. What happened was a, okay, I can't tell. No, but you're right. It's, it, they, 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 they over-dramatize the situation, yeah. right? Not over-dramatize, because what the situation is sad, when, especially when it involves lives or loss, but why, why do people get different narratives, though? Because they're trying to like group things based on Race. specific on be specific specific characteristics of a person, mm. and because of that, they want they without knowing who that person really is or just hobbies or just that person's personality, yeah. they'll put blame on them just because they fall into that specific category. Yeah, it's basically like a stereotype. Right, so we we easily stereotype people, and it's ridiculous. I mean, it's it's so easy to fall into that narrative because I think we have to. So, how do we change back the narrative? How do we take back the story? Well, I mean, it's not that it's not impossible. Just the way the media does it is basically for attention. Like they know if they see it like the way they see it, there'll be outcry. More people want to watch it and see it more. So the way we could do it is just uh, how do I say this? Like don't watch them, I guess. Just no, do the own thing. The way to take like the way to take back like uh, the narrative or to rewrite yeah. the narrative is to is to provide our own, which is our own with facts. Because like if it's, if one narrative is so gonna is like written a- using emotion and the other one is written using facts, the facts will always override. Right. Yeah, so you're gonna, so gonna do like a Black Panther thing? No, it's just it's just having a primary source. That's what I'm saying. Like you wanna do a Black Panther thing? You know, back then the Black Panthers basically when people didn't trust in the cops, they will call like a black person instead to come do it. I think that's what it was. What I don't know. I have to I have to verify that information. But that is okay. But okay, so you're talking primary source. Yeah, it's just having your person, like what Nelson said. Because a lot of people, one news article will say something different, another news article will say something different, everybody will say something different, yeah. right? Because it's on perception. Yeah. If, if there's an original, because it doesn't matter how much you change it, the original is still there, so... Because, yeah, at the end of the day, the facts are already given, yeah. so you could you could say whatever you want. Whatever you take it as? Yeah. That's if, you. If that's your opinion. If that's how you feel, that's understandable, but that's not really what happened. Yeah. You could change the narrative in your head to fit to fit it however way you want it, but if that's not what really happened, then that's not what really happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my, my next question is for you guys. Why do we... Why do we love our guns so much? Because I would say because like people think it keeps them safe or makes them see them as you know they're right like something that belongs to them like it's a right for them to have it. Okay. That's what I will say. People have a lot of different reasons why they love their guns so much. One reason might be because they might think the government try to override them. Okay. Yeah. Other reasons may be that they feel as that is a need to have a gun in their house to protect them because based on different cities having different crime rates and everything that can be a factor yeah 
and just trying to overall just protect themselves or just the people that's saying, I just want to make sure that my family is good and everything, so I'm going to have this just in case. Yeah. yeah. Another reason is because people just want power. Because if you really have a weapon, if you really have a weapon in your house, you, you have power. Because not, not a lot of people have weapons. So yeah. if you have a weapon, you have power over everyone. And some people just love guns. They, they love causing chaos, like chaos with their guns. It's true. It's very, very true. Um, Do you think that it's possible? Because in England, I believe it is illegal to hold a gun. So they they do have an increase in, you know, with knives and stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to take that question back. Uh, my, My question is, do you guys... A lot of people are pushing for uh, a permit to carry mm. and then a permit to conceal, conceal a weapon. Do you think the average citizen should have that? that I would say, yes, they, they should have the right to have something to protect themselves. Well, well walking around with. No, nah, I think that's, that's too much. Uh, I think that's where we draw the line. Like Walk, a, walking around based... No, no, no. That's where you... That's, no, no, no. That's where you stepped a lot that. Because you're walking around with a gun with kids that are walking around with you, too. So they can be like, oh, what? Oh, this is a toy? Let me get that. Start running away. It's uh, in some situations, sometimes the gun goes off by itself. Yeah. There is that that happens, yeah. The gun goes off by itself, and now, now because the gun is registered in your hand and someone accidentally got hit, you're going to be charged with you got to be charged with whatever happened to the other person. And then people are just going to be scared. Like, mm-hmm. you just... I wouldn't want to walk in an environment where I just see everybody yeah. with guns. And I'm just... I'm, I'm like... Yeah. Imagine me being a younger age, right? I'm yeah. not allowed to carry a gun at that point, right? Right. And then I just see everybody else carrying a gun. What am I doing in that area? You literally... I'm going to be scared out of my life because someone could just draw their gun out of nowhere at any time. It's true. Oh. Yeah. Are you stretching? No, I'm sorry. Okay. Yes, and, um, I'll give an example. Say, for instance, yeah, just like I said earlier, your gun accidentally goes off and now someone's hurt. And then now you're, you're surrounded by a lot of people. That's where the false narrative plays a part. Right. Because some people might not have known what had, what had happened, but now they're, they're, they have their own perspective about what happened or they've received everything that will happen differently. So now they're, now they're um, saying, oh, you attacked someone. You attacked someone when it, when in reality it was, a, it was an accident. Yeah. And that can really cause a big trouble, a big ruckus, because if everyone is saying that you shot them, you shot them, you shot them, now you're going to get in trouble. But that's yeah. not really what exactly. happened. Watch. If one shot gets loaded in the street, everybody's taking out their gun. Like, so, yes. I didn't even think about it? that. So what like, happens if... Is it, you would per- bro, especially in like... Big populated stage where there's crowds yeah. of people. One people, one person shoots. Everybody's taking their gun out. Oh it's going to be like a whole free for all. Gun no. shoot down. No, it's true though. Like, a gun is a really powerful weapon. A gun is a really powerful weapon because like there are some situations like rare situations where if you shoot someone at a certain angle, it can pass through that person and hit another person. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you're like in a really crowded place and you decide to use your gun. You might potentially hurt more than one person with just one bullet. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. No, you guys make you guys make some really good points. I didn't even think about what happens if you're in your crowded area. You're, yeah, just and, and with other people who are also concealing. See, for me, it makes me nervous when you're concealing also the weapon. Yeah, because you. I don't know if you're. It, what I'm. I don't know if you're carrying fire. Like I don't know yeah. or carrying heat, whatever the word is. Because yeah. yeah. I'm gonna just be wary of everyone, even if they're concealing it. Because I know the law is already passed. So I'm like. Can you imagine if you? I, I mean, I, I, I have, I do have a story, but I'll tell you guys about it after the podcast about someone who, yeah, I'll tell you guys story later. Imagine just being going to a store with concealing a gun and then just trying to do a robbery. Well, imagine somebody was having a bad day. Yeah. I mean, everybody's having bad days more than ever. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah, so now. Also, um, sorry to cut you off. No, you go ahead. But yeah, I think it was from a. It was either from a movie or from. Or it happened in real life. So this person tried to rob, rob a store, and the um, this person tried to rob a store, and the owner of the store shot the dude in the face, because okay. No, it's okay. No, you're good. Oh yeah, the owner shot the dude in the face because he was in danger. He had to protect himself. Me, I, I just that's a justified story because he was trying to attack the man. He trying to steal his stuff. He pulls out his gun and he shoots you. Yeah. Now, now you gotta call lacking because, because you put yourself in that situation. And like with everyone being able to con- be able to hold guns and conceal their guns, that's gonna that's gonna like cause a big change in society because people will now start to mind their business. Right. Because if you if you never bothered this person, this would have never happened. So now that you know everyone might potentially have a gun on their hands, you're gonna learn mm-hmm. to mind your business and go about your daily life without harming or Annoying, anyway. Very true. So, um, all right. So, in the, in the, and we're actually, we've gone through this podcast very quickly. I didn't even realize. Yeah. So, uh, I, I have no words. <laughs> I'm literally, guys, today has been like this all day for me. So, uh, now we're ending towards the end of this podcast. So, let's do the, let's do some last minute thoughts before we wrap up. Thank you for listening, everyone. Just remember that you don't have to use gun use gun as your source of violence. Use it to protect yourself, and you can maneuver by using other methods to protect yourself. And always try to protect everyone that you care for. If you have a son or daughter, raise them, raise them to be able to protect themselves. Like make make sure, like try to make sure they take a class, a self defense class, a karate class, a ju. Well, basically a class that can help them fight and protect themselves. And um, if you have a gun, put it in a place that your child cannot reach. Yes. And don't promote violence in your household. Yeah. Yep. So, like, you have the right to carry your arm, but just realize it's not a right for you to shoot up people. It's a right to defend yourself. There's a difference between defending yourself and attacking someone. Like, make sure you teach your kid that, you know, to learn the difference between, you know, self-defense and being an attacker. Mm. yep mm-hmm. all right awesome guys good job uh so you know yes you guys have you know for my final thought yes you do have the right to bear arms but you know you also should be smart about it um uh, so this concludes our section on gun violence and shootings so you can catch us on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify podbeam and now on alexa Oh, we're on Alexa now? We're on Alexa? I guess I somehow got us on Alexa. I don't know how I did it, but I did. Oh. Um, Alexa. So, 
Uh, yeah, just check us out, and we'll be in your ears again next week, guys. Thanks. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye.